What population is an important part of the church membership, but ignored until it's too late? What department is always looking for volunteers and has seasoned leaders burnt out and discouraged? If you said youth and young adults, and that department is youth ministry, then I have to say that I completely agree with you. My name is Eric Jean-Baptiste, and welcome to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. Here, we discuss all the difficult and rewarding work that is engaging with youth and young adults today. We do that by having open conversations with those in this field at every level in the church today. So, let's not be silent. Let's join in the conversation. All right, everyone, welcome once again to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. I am super excited today because I have the youth director from Lake Region Conference, uh, Pastor North. Um, I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan, but <laughs> he makes reference to that since his last name is the North. You know, the Starks say uh, they are the kings of the North. Yes. So he is the North. That's the right. North. That's right. How are you doing today, Pastor? Hey, man, I'm doing I'm doing great, Eric. Man, thank you for uh, thank you for having me on today. That's uh, I'm I'm so happy to have you on and excited. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, could you give us a short bio about yourself and why you are in ministry today? Um, yeah, certainly. Um, just uh, I'm a military brat. Um, my father served in the Air Force for uh, 20 or 22 years, and uh, I was born into the Air Force, and uh, so I grew up traveling around. I've lived in uh, Germany, lived in California, D.C., Alabama, um, in Michigan, <clears throat> some of the places uh, I grew up in, and so um, just kind of have a kind of diverse uh, background from that perspective. And uh, really, as it relates to ministry, um, I was kind of one of those prodigal, prodigal's children, prodigal sons. <clears throat> and so my father, actually, I kind of have a lineage in ministry. My, my father's father pastored uh, in the Northeastern Conference. And then my father, he uh, was uh, pastored in the Oregon Conference before going into the military as a chaplain. And, um, and then here I am, uh, playing the role of, uh, either the prodigal son or Jonah, one of the two, but, uh, mm -hmm. I took off, didn't want to, didn't want no parts of ministry, but, uh, God had other plans, praise the Lord for my life. And so <clears throat> while I was, uh, um, at Oakwood, I went to Andrews for the first couple of years and transferred to Oakwood. And while at Oakwood, just felt a call of God on my life and had opportunity to, upon graduation, go, um, I got a B.S. in phys ed. Um, I'm an avid sports lover, and they say those who can't do teach. So uh, <laughs> I went into phys ed and uh, actually got my first ministry, and I consider teaching is a ministry. Mm -hmm. And so my first call to ministry was teaching uh, on the beautiful island of Bermuda at the Bermuda Institute uh, in the Atlantic Union. And uh, was there three years. And while I was there, had an opportunity to preach for the very, very first time in my life. And uh, got such an overwhelming response. People were asking me, man, you sure you haven't done this before? And now, no way, no way. I've, you know, uh, thinking back on that sermon, um, I don't know how, I think it was 
pretty rough, pretty rough. But uh, individuals encouraged me, <clears throat> met my wife there. We got married and uh, came to the seminary, um, started the seminary. And uh, while there, just felt impressed that youth ministry was where God was calling me, just had an affinity, love kicking it with young people, love uh, Bible stories and try to make the Bible just real simple, man, real simple to understand. So I got a uh, master's of arts in youth ministry from Andrew. Um, nobody hired me, man. Nobody hired me to, to do a youth pastor or anything. So I went back to teaching. And so I taught in Grand Rapids for about four, uh, three and a half years. And then the Lake Region Conference called me to pastor. And so uh, pastored for um, six, about six years. And uh, then after about six years, I got called into uh, be the director for youth and young adult ministries at the conference level. So that's, that's where I am now, um, serving in that capacity. And I'm also the interim pastor at a small church in Benton Harbor, Michigan. <clears throat> so I have uh, that responsibility as well. But youth ministry, man, that's uh, my passion. That's my love. And that's where I'm serving currently. All right. Uh, just to follow up for that, Pastor, um, I'm kind of interested in that because you have a degree in youth ministry. Um, could you give us like a little insight on like what they teach so you're really you know, educated in that. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, it actually, you know, it was a while, it was a while ago, but the some of the core stuff is the same as the MDiv. Mm -hmm. um, your church history. Um, there's not so much of emphasis on the biblical languages, but <clears throat> old, you know, you got to do Old Testament stuff. You got to do New Testament stuff. Um, but but then you get specifically into um, youth and young adult ministries. So how to how to preach um, to youth, or how to preach to youth and young adults. <clears throat> that was um, part of the emphasis. Um, another part of the emphasis was to develop um, your own youth ministry kind of um, program <clears throat> within the you know what it what what it would look like at the local church. Um, some other things that we learned about were fundraising and uh, some of the nuts and bolts of, um, in terms of working with um, club ministries. Uh, that, was, that was a part of it, a um, small part of it as well. <clears throat> and I'm just trying to remember, you know, the, the other elements um, of the program. But there's, you know, there's a little bit of an overlap between the MDiv and the MA. Okay. Um, but the most of the most of the stuff was, you know, in terms of preaching, in terms of um, programming, um, <clears throat> um, counseling, counseling youth and young adults. Um, that was a big emphasis as well. So um, that's that was the general focus of that program. Awesome. Awesome. So so that's what uh, if you're interested in that, that's something you will be well versed in youth ministry if you do. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, so my next question is um, going right into it. Okay. Do you, do you think our church is being proactive with Generation Z today? Uh, yes and no. Um, I think that there are there are pockets of uh, of proactiveness, if I could if I could say it like that. Um, but I think on a large scale, I think we we're not. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think one of the major challenges is, is even within our seminary programs or even undergrad programs, from my perspective, um, it's really gearing you to minister to adults and older, older senior people. Um, and I think that's because, you know, we that's where the immediate return is. And so from a tithe standpoint or um, from a baptism standpoint, you know, you baptize an older person, they can they can be they can produce right away. You know what I mean? And so uh, young people is an investment. You know, you hear that all the time. We need to invest in our young people. And so that has a much longer <laughs> return yeah. on the investment. And so um, so when a minister comes out of school, you know, their thinking is really let me minister to the, the people that are <clears throat> going to have the greatest immediate return. And I, I think that we're kind of doing a disservice um, by not having a greater emphasis <clears throat> on um, reaching, pursuing, engaging, involving um, young people um, in ministry. And I think it starts at the pastor, at, at the leadership level. Awesome. Great insight into that, Pastor. Um, Going into it still into youth ministry, um, you're a part of uh, BETA. Yes. Um, which I believe is uh, Black Adventist Youth Directors Association, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. That's All correct. Right. Um, so could you give us some insight into that organization and does it have like a mission or vision statement that you guys are working towards? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, the mission of, of beta is really, man, just to, uh, equip, um, and encourage young people to be involved and engaged, um, at, at their local church and in their community. <clears throat> and so our role and function, man, is really to resource, um, churches, resource, um, groups, organizations, uh, empower um, young people, and and we also are really known for is our youth United Youth Congress. I serve United Youth Congress, which mm -hmm. takes place every five years, <clears throat> and I think it started in 1980, wow. and so that's when um, it, it didn't have the this the group didn't have the title of Beta. But Beta is comprised of all of the youth directors from the nine regional conferences. <clears throat> and so um, they came together back in the 80s and they said, hey, man, how can we get our young people together um, and in, in a way that uh, is culturally sensitive um, to, to black youth? And so they, uh, started their, they started the United Youth Congress. And so that's been taking place every five years. <clears throat> and so that's the major event. Um, and just recently, I say within the last uh, two to three years, well, um, they had one beta uh, camporee. I think that was maybe about 15, 10, 15 years ago. They've had one beta camporee. Um, but we've also had, uh, we're on our fourth uh, or fifth um, beta adventure escape, which is the only um, national adventurer um, event in the North American division. 
And so it's grown every year. We had a little, little over a thousand in 2018. So beta hosts that. Um, so we've been trying to just add to, to the portfolio of how we can best minister in our particular context and cultures. We also have a training that is available through the Adventist Learning Community where there's eight modules of how to do urban and rural ministry within uh, uh, kind of the regional context. And so we just been kind of trying to add to the portfolio of what we're about, but we just want to resource our churches. We want to inspire, we want to equip our young people and through our events, give our young people opportunities to serve. Um, and so that's kind of the thrust of beta. That's what, that's what we're all about. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I also su suggest that um, if you are in that uh, urban context to take that course, I'm, I haven't finished it, but I've, I've taken a few modules and it's very informative and very helpful. And it's, it's good stuff. Um, but awesome. could, could you uh, let us know when that I serve uh, Congress is going to be taking place again? Yeah, matter of fact, man, if, if you guys go to www.bayda.org, man, everything is on the website. Um, it is, happens, I believe it's August uh, 11 through 16, 2021. Okay. And so we just came out of one in Virginia Beach um, in 2016. And so five years, 2021, we'll be in Orlando. And, we, and we've historically done them in April. Okay. But this time we're uh, trying to walk on water here, stepping out on faith, and we're going to do it in August. Okay. And uh, hopefully people will plan their vacations around this, but um, it, was a, it was a great opportunity for us to do it then. And so we, we try to jump on it. So uh, August 11 through 16, 2021, Orlando, Florida. I, I never turned down a chance to be in Orlando, so <laughs> I'll try to be there. Um, so, Pastor, yes, sir. Uh, this is this is where I'm going to have a little fun because you are a host of a podcast as well. <coughs> yes, I, it, and it's uh, called My Two Cents. Yes, sir. Uh, th I, this is rare for me because it's usually I, you don't see pastors having their own. There's a few out there. But it's, I think it's a rare medium that pastors are not really using and taking advantage of. Um, so I just wanted to get your insight. Why do you have a podcast? Uh, what's its mission? And um, I'll ask a follow-up after you answer that. Okay. So, um, listen, I, I, uh, I was on the radio when I, in my first district in uh, central Illinois. I had three churches. And... Um, my church was kind of tired of some of the traditional evangelism. And so they said, pastor, can you come up with some creative evangelism? I'm thinking, Oh, I don't know. So I went to the local radio station, which is the AM station, <clears throat> black station. And they told me what the price was, you know, per week. And so I would either go into the station live for 30 minutes <clears throat> and just kind of talk about what, what we're doing at the church, or I would take sermons and put them in the DVDs, I mean, I mean, CDs, and drop off the CD, and they would play my CD for 30 minutes. And so, um, but being there at the radio station, man, I was like, man, I, I like this. I like, you know, maybe I just like hearing my own voice. I don't know what it is, but I like this medium. Um, and so, <clears throat> I've always kind of been intrigued 
and uh, um, Pastor Kimon Hines. He's a he's a, a former youth director, Central States Conference. He's a well-known um, youth ministry guru, but he launched a podcast um, some years back and did a training, a free online training. And so I jumped on and uh, listened to the stuff. I had all the equipment to do it. And uh, his last words on the podcast was, you know, don't wait, just launch it. Wow. And so, um, you know, when I talk with my, my uh, colleagues, my ministry friends, whatever the case may be, we're always getting into these little arguments and little discussions. You know how, you know, as a, as a seminary, you know, you, you're always, you know, pontificating on something, man, talking about something. So, um, so I was like, man, listen, here's my two cents is this, blah, 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 blah. And so, <laughs> um, so then it, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to call my podcast, My Two Cents. Yeah. Um, and simultaneously, we got on the radio here in Benton Harbor. Um, and uh, so between the radio show in Benton Harbor and starting to record podcasts, had to figure out how to release them and uh, figured out how to connect it to uh, iTunes, Spotify. Now we're on, now I'm on Spotify. And um, so myself and um, sometimes my wife is on with me, another young lady named Jasmine Wilson. She's a millennial. And so it's always good getting a millennial's perspective on, on ministry, church, life. And I, I, we talk about any and everything under the sun. Um, we weigh in, man, and give our two cents. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, and I suggest anyone who's listening right now, give it a listen, subscribe to it. It is fun. It is fun to listen to. They are, you You and, um, uh, I forget her name. Uh, Jasmine. Jasmine, you guys not only are having just normal conversations, you guys really get into some interesting topics and say some stuff that people are afraid to say, which is really cool, really cool. And um, it's cool to see a, a pastor having a podcast. And the other thing I want to say is you were inspired by Pastor Kimon Hines. So was I. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. So anyone listening, um, also check out his. It is Ideas to Life. He, yeah. he, he um, really uh, gives people the, the inspiration to follow their ideas. So... Here we are, two podcasters Absolutely. talking to because somebody inspired us. So um, my follow-up question. You're listening to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. To having your own podcast is using these mediums, podcasts, YouTube, social media, um, do you think it's important to use these uh, to reach youth and young adults today? Uh, I think it is a non-negotiable. Mm. It is essential. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and, and I'm not just saying for youth and young adults, um, because everyone is on a device. Mm. And... You know, people are no longer, church attendance is dwindling in all denominations, in all religions, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, you talk about going where the people are, mm -hmm. and this is where they are. <laughs> They're on a device. So whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's a podcast, 
whether it's going Facebook Live or Instagram Live or, you know what I mean? You have to, um, I think if you're going to reach um, what we would call a dying world, you know, if you're going to reach the lost, if you're going to engage people, you have to go where they are. And this is where they are. Yes. Wow. You were, that, that, that's preaching to be faster. <laughs> I love that answer. Um, so moving on to mentorship. Yeah. Um, my question for you is, how do you believe we can men better mentor our youth and young adults in the church today? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm big on mentoring, um, some formal, some informal. Uh, but <clears throat> I think that one of the areas we struggle with within our church, uh, is, is discipleship. And if you ever look at, if you ever read the stories of Jesus, <clears throat> he's usually talking about, and, and you had a, a, a worship thought that, that went right along with this. Um, Jesus did ministry and then he discussed it. <laughs> and so we we discuss it and then we may or may not get ever get to it you wow. know what i mean yeah and so mentoring man is really just inviting somebody like 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 your your worship thought the other day is just inviting somebody to come along with you while you're doing ministry <clears throat> and then having a conversation or conversations will or, or will organically um begin out of those opportunities and so I'm, I'm very <clears throat> um, intentional about inviting young people to work alongside with me <clears throat> and to ask me any questions. I may be a little bit too transparent for some people because um, if, if I'm going through a rough patch, um, you know, you'll know, you'll know it. <laughs> and uh, you know when I'm high, I'm high. When I'm low, I'm low. And uh, you know that's it's just kind of the nature um, nature of the of, of ministry. But I think it's just imperative, man. We have to invite, and and you have to invite them. Hey, hey, come along. Um, I think you need to look at the young people around you and um, pray for the spirit of discernment as to what young people may um, have a interest in what you do. Hmm. And so I encourage my pastors in my conference, in my field, wherever I go, say, hey, man, listen, find a young person, man. They, they may just come sit in your office um, after you preach. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, hey, is there anything you want to ask me? You know, how I, how I develop sermons, um, how I put together a meeting, you know, a board meeting, um, how, where I get my ideas about what we do as a church in, in ministry. Um, and so I have my assistant um, director for summer camp is a young adult. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, he started out, well, he's, he started out at camp meeting as uh, my AV guy. And he still does that during camp meeting. Um, but one summer as we were at camp meeting together, I said, hey, man, you ever thought about being a counselor for summer camp? <clears throat> so he's like, yeah, sure. So he, that summer he was a counselor. Uh, the next summer, he was boys director. The next summer, he was the assistant director. Wow. And, and he really runs summer camp. I mean, wow. I take care of the, the, you know, the contracts and hiring and stuff like that. But 
he runs that whole operation and uh, he's got young people under him now who he's kind of mentoring. And so, um, so in any, in every area of ministry, I try to have a younger person almost kind of shadowing me or working alongside with me. Um, And I think that's just something we have to do. And uh, some, some young people are bold enough to say, Hey, can I, I pick your brain, can I hang out with you? But I think we have to identify them as older ones and say, hey, man, you know, hey, you're pretty good at this, man. Hey, why don't you uh, come hang out with me or come on this trip with me or come help me plan this event or you're good at you're good up front, man. Listen, I need you to do the announcements today at this at this event or you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I think we got to, man. I think it's imperative. We have to mentor. Awesome. Awesome, Pastor. That that was such a beautiful insight in that because uh, it's, it's why I made this podcast. So people will know that what you're doing is beneficial to the church and for all ministry. Just like Growing Young says, keychain leadership, handing the keys over. Yes. Handing yes. the keys over. Um, and even in the secular world, uh, Tim Elmore, who is an expert in dealing with uh, Generation Z, he says about mentoring, it's not about who's best. It's about who's next. Mm, wow. So, yeah. So I, I, I always saw that as something, I think the church sometimes is always thinking about who's best at something, but it's not always about who's best. It's Definitely. about who's next. Definitely. Um, yeah, real quick. I just wanted yeah. to add, man, even at my local church, <clears throat> um, you know, I have an associate pastor. He's a young adult, which is, which is awesome. I applaud my conference for, 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 for doing that. We, that's not something we've done historically. Um, but what we did, man, is, is we started looking at um, some of the young adults that started attending and um, we, we grabbed a, a young lady, man, and she's just been uh, phenomenal. She's spiritual. She's a leader. Um, she takes charge. Uh, and I immediately within a year and a half, man, recommended her to be an elder. Mm. And so we ordained her. Uh, at the beginning of this year wow. <laughs> as an elder. And so, um, you know, is she perfect? Are any of us perfect? Of course not. But <clears throat> she she had all the qualifications. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think, again, we just have to be intentionally looking at people who have these gifts, just like Jesus did with those disciples, you know, yes. and, uh, and they were a hot mess. And, you know, he's like, come on, you know, and he ordains the 12 and he sends them out to heal and, cast out deep you know what i mean so we got to quit waiting for some i don't know for the sky to open up or some age i don't know if they cross some threshold at the age of 43 now that we're written no man they get them 16 17 you know i don't even know how old timothy was man i'm sure he was like a, a young adult maybe a late teen uh, when paul snatched him up and was like man listen <laughs> you got to run this big old church So uh, I just encourage you, man, look at those young adults and propel them into, uh, into ministry and then, and then walk with them, you know, through that process, man. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, So pastor, uh, in speaking about the importance of mentorship, did you have a mentor that said something that is so impactful that it stays with you even to this day? Well, um, I've had a few mentors and, um, I don't know if I've had like somebody who I just call up, 
you know, like every time, um, beyond my own father. Um, my dad is <clears throat> a very intelligent, insightful uh, guy, um, well-respected, and, um, you know, he didn't pastor very long. So I don't go to him for pastoral advice, you know, dad, hey, how do I deal with this individual from that standpoint? But in terms of relationships, in terms of uh, him just bouncing ideas off him. <clears throat> he's been an integral part. He's mentored me um, through this process. You know, he's told me, you know, hey, you may you may want to think twice about <laughs> something I've shared with him. And, you know, he's very subtle in his, <laughs> in how he communicates, but extremely effective. Um, and then there's a, another person that uh, some, some individuals might seem, might seem a little bit different because, you know, we're kind of different, but um, uh, Dr. Carlton Bird, <clears throat> um, when I first got in ministry, man, and, and we played basketball on the same basketball team when he was in the seminary, I was an undergrad at Andrew. So that's where our relationship began and uh, just kind of blossomed over the years. But I reached, I reached out to him. Um, and one of the things, man, that just sticks with, two things that stick with me, man, is number one is hard work. Ministry is work, man. Um, don't be lazy, you know, uh, keep it going, keep something happening, keep, keep, you know, keep God before the people. Um, the second thing, uh, that, uh, really sticks with me is, is set small attainable goals, small attainable goals and, and celebrate those successes. And, uh, so I have taken that really that second point, small attainable goals. I've taken that into everything uh that i do in ministry and so i'm in a relatively what we would call a smaller conference i guess and so we don't have the big budgets and so i say hey man what can we get done something small but something impactful and when we do it you know it's like oh you know everybody's excited we're moving forward um, and people see progress. Uh, when you try to do something huge, you know, sometimes it takes a long time to get completed and, and people get discouraged along the way. So small attainable goals, man, that has um, been something that has really been beneficial in ministry. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's a word, man, that I hold on to. Awesome. Oh, Pastor North, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Um, in closing, I would just ask, do you have any words of encouragement to those in youth ministry or in ministry in general that you could give us? Yeah. Um, number one, man, is uh, as frustrating as our denomination can be. Uh, I believe in it. I believe in our message. And uh, there's some things that need to be fixed, and I don't know if they'll ever be fixed in, in, in my lifetime or whatever, but um, the message is solid, the message is true. So I just want to encourage young people, young leaders, um, to hang in there, keep, keep, keep working, keep trusting God. God will open um, those doors. He'll guide your path. <clears throat> um, there'll be some challenges, some hurdles, but, but you can and will overcome them. Um, so yeah, that's, I just, you know, want to put that out there, man, because I know that sometimes we can get frustrated by people older than us 
And so we're not seeing the progress in the, in the timely fashion that we would like, but uh, we got to hang in there. And the second thing I would say is, is we need, we need our young people to understand that um, change is going to come from young people building relationships and getting on those committees that we hate. <laughs> um, that's, that's how our organization is, is set up and that's how it runs. And sometimes it's, it's a struggle, you know what I mean? To be in a meeting for an hour and a half, two hours, you know, just, you feel like you're not getting anywhere, but we need young people, man, who are going to persevere and get on these committees, get on these, these councils on all levels of the church. And the more and more your voice is heard, you'll begin to uh, impact change, the changes we need to see so that, um, so that our church can grow and that our, our youth and young adults, as well as children, uh, are being nurtured and discipled and uh, we continue this evangelistic thrust that has been given to us um, as, as a church. So uh, tough it out, man, and, and, <laughs> and we need you guys on, on these committees, man. We need you serving in these capacities. And uh, so just want to encourage you to, uh, to hold, keep the faith, man, keep the faith. Amen. Pastor North, once again, uh, you're a great mentor. Um, I thank you for coming on this podcast just to let people know when I moved to this area, I reached out to all the youth directors, seeing if I could help them in any way. Pastor North called me the I would say about a half an hour or an hour after I emailed him said, I can use you. So definitely he is telling the truth that he uses young people and he empowers them. So God bless you and your ministry, Pastor North. Thank you. Hey man, thanks so much, man. Thanks so much, Pastor. Yes. All right. So that's the episode, everybody. I hope it was helpful, informative, and most of all, inspiring. If you enjoyed this content and know of a church leader or any person who could benefit from this, stop hesitating and share it with them. Feel free to subscribe and please leave a review and a comment so we can use this platform to help serve each other better. So until next week, I'll see you right here at Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101, where we always say youth ministry isn't a stepping stone into ministry. It is ministry period.